Hey everybody, welcome to The Creative Rising, a series of conversations on career, courage, and creative leadership. Thank you so much for joining us. This is just a little intro episode to give you a sneak peek on what we'll be talking about here on The Creative Rising. So thank you for joining us. And to give you the kind of quick bottom line, I simply want to encourage you to have more courage. That is my hope, my vision, the mission of why we're doing this podcast is to encourage you to have a little bit more courage. Because I believe that courage is a fundamental characteristic that creative professionals need to have a sustained and fulfilling career. So we're going to dive into courage to understand what does that really mean and what does that look like? But I don't want to do that alone. I want to bring in other creative leaders to learn from. So we're going to ask them some good questions, dive a little bit deeper into this idea of courage and career and creative leadership so that we can learn from them together. And before we do that, I want to give you a little bit of my backstory. And just so you know, this is probably the most you'll ever hear from me. But I felt like it was important to give you some of the context in which uh, I'm coming from. So a bit of my backstory, I am the son of a corn farmer who didn't actually farm. So I grew up on a corn farm, but my family, we weren't really farmers. My dad was this big-time businessman in a small little town who uh, had the farm functioning without him actually out in the field, I guess you could say. But the moral of that story is that he is and was this amazing businessman that I saw modeled throughout my childhood. But I really loved to draw and to make constantly. So I had these two things in my life of seeing kind of this mentor, this uh, person that I wanted to be like on the business side, but I also didn't want to just be a business person. I wanted to draw and figure out how I can be more creative, but I didn't want to just be a fine artist. So uh, as I went on to study in school, I found out about graphic design, fell in love with graphic design, this blend of art and commerce and technology. So I went on to study graphic design at the University of Tennessee. And as I was starting to graduate, I had a family friend in Atlanta who said, hey, what if you come down here and intern at this music management company and do office admin stuff, uh, but I have a feeling we'll find some graphic design work for you to do. I didn't really have a lot of opportunities on the table. I hadn't really applied for jobs that were out there. So it just seemed like the only and the best opportunity. And I just kind of went for it. I took one small step, packed up all of my stuff in a suitcase, grabbed my super sweet bubbly iMac, jumped in my 1996 Hunter Green Ford Ranger and hit the highway to the big city of the South and just kind of went for it. You know, I ended up sleeping on my friend's couch for three months. I valley parked cars at night to make a little bit of money. And I just started to do this, this internship. And you never know what will come out of those risks that you take in life. But while I was there, I started to do some graphic design for different uh, musicians that they were managing. And I met someone who worked at that music management company, and he approached me and he said, hey, what if I manage your uh, freelance graphic design just like I would manage a musician? And I said, that sounds interesting. And he said, what if, what if I manage all the non-creative and you do all the creative? And I said, that sounds fantastic. 
because that's what I want to do. I don't want to project manage. I don't want to send invoices, even though those are important. I want to just do the creative stuff that I love to do. So him and I partnered together and flash forward 15 years. Uh, that was the beginning of Matchstick, which is a branding firm in Atlanta that we help organizations define who they are and how they best express that out into the world. And what I have seen and witnessed in that journey as being a creative director, trying to lead teams, uh, as interfacing with clients and trying to lead them through the creative rebranding process, I have come to notice this common occurrence. And maybe it's just the branding world because we're asking people to make big, courageous decisions around a tagline, a position, a logo, a color palette, these kind of emotional things which can often bring out the worst in people. Uh, I've seen this experience happen time and time again, and I want to see if maybe you can relate to this experience. So as creatives, we get into making because we love it, right? We have a passion for creating, writing, drawing, painting, designing, whatever it is that you do. We love the art behind what it is that we do. But we often run into people that we have to work with that maybe don't see eye to eye with what makes something great, or maybe they're difficult to work with. So there's this interesting dynamic that happens in the creative professional world where you are an artist, you are a creative, but you have to interact with people that might be a little bit difficult to work with. And I would see this time and time again. And I realized that it takes an insane amount of courage to persevere through some of those difficult circumstances. Like when you pour your heart and soul into a logo and you present it to a client or a boss and they don't get it at all and it totally misses the mark. You think it's perfect, but they think it's terrible. How do you respond in that moment? What does it look like to move forward? And I think your response in an instance like that is so important because this little thing called indifference starts to set in throughout your career if you're not careful. If you tend to just say, okay, you don't like it, let's just do something that you want to do. Or when your client gives you harsh feedback and you just go through the motions and you just settle, a little bit of your creative soul slowly starts to die. And I think that's where courage comes into play. See, courage isn't the absence of fear. Courage is the willingness to fight for what you believe in. See, the opposite of courage isn't fear. It's actually indifference. It's when we let that indifference sink into our soul and start to steal our joy of making and creating. And I want to talk about ways to practically reject indifference. How do we do that as creative professionals? And that's what I want this podcast series to be all about. I want to learn with you how do people practically have courage. And I've seen it a couple different ways. You know, in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, there was this, this really famous graphic designer by the name of Paul Rand. You've probably heard of him. He's kind of the Michael Jordan of logos is how I think about him. And he was known for coming in, kicking in the door, throwing down the new UPS logo and saying, here's your new logo, it's perfect, now pay me. And that might work for some people. I have found in my experience it doesn't work as smoothly as that in today's age. 
Uh, or there's kind of the Chef Ramsay more modern analogy that you can look at on Kitchen Nightmares where he comes in, shakes the place up, whips it in into order, and tells everybody how it is. And I've never found a lot of success with that approach. I've actually tried, and it doesn't really work for me. So what does courage really look like practically? How do we have courage as creative professionals? I've come to realize there are two ways to apply courage. One is having courage in your work. So your actual craft, how courageous are you in pushing and improving your own ability, your own quality? So how do you stay inspired? How do you connect to the art behind your work? But then secondly, there's this idea of having courage with those that you work with, which to me is the most difficult. People are difficult. People are hard. And unfortunately, being a creative professional is a team sport. So you have to learn to collaborate, to ask for feedback, ask hard questions, learn tactics to win people over, to talk clients off the ledge, and learn even how to say no. So I want to press into both of those. How do we push ourselves in our work? But then also, how do we have courage with those that we work with, rejecting indifference in both of those areas? And I want to learn from other creative leaders on how they have done that. So let's do this. I hope you'll come on this journey with me. I think that you matter. I think that creatives are visionaries, they're idealists, they're purists, and they see a better world out there. We see a better world. And it is our responsibility to reject indifference, to have courage, to not give up, to keep fighting to move the needle towards that better world so i hope you continue to press on and fight the good fight and join me in this conversation to learn from other creative leaders and together we will see the creative right hey also if you like what you heard just now please help us out tell your friends about this podcast share it with them and as episodes come out please be sure to leave a review that would help us out so much and if you want more creative rising goodness be sure to visit our website that's thecreativerising.com